You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show, live from the OC Talk Radio Studios in Costa Mesa, California. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard exclusively live here on OC, only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. The show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and our newest sponsor, Center Club. The goal for the show is to help you, our listening audience, to make better and more informed business decisions. I do that by interviewing peer executives who have knowledge that you can learn from, and that's certainly the case with our first guest today. Steve Gross, who is managing partner, managing director, excuse me, of Edison Capital Partners, is our first guest today. Steve, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Rick. It's nice to have you here. Good to be here. Why don't you share a little bit about your professional background with our audience? Tell us kind of what you've done in your career. Uh, great question. Well, first, again, thank you for the invite. Secondly, a um, little bit about myself. I'm a really lucky guy, married to the same high school sweetheart for 44 years. Wow. Right? Three great daughters, smart son-in-law, four wonderful grandsons, can't ask for more. Yeah, Personal that. life all in line. Good. My business life, well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Right. That's what I'm about. I've started and built nine different business groups. I love the part of business where I'm able to take one or take a group and um, watch how they run and perform and wait for that moment where I can visualize how they all fit together. Uh-huh. I'm the operating guy who can then take that vision and operationally blend them, get the most out of them, and uh, create something where two and two hopefully is at least five or six. Right. Done that with, um, as I said, nine times. Uh, I've sold a couple of those units to public companies, so I have some perspective going as I went with those deals about um, – where it's like to work for a large public company. And then I have all the perspective of working as a small business owner. Right. So I bring that to the table as well. It's surprising, Steve, how different being successful in a large pub- public company can be versus being successful as an entre- in an entrepreneurial startup mode, isn't it? No, compl- very different. So by being in both places, you've learned different skill sets to be right. successful in both environments. And one of the things that I learned for, and I think it does help smaller and mid-sized businesses, is this perception that many tools that large businesses use are designed and are usable only for large businesses. Right. It's not the case. These tools are designed for well-run businesses. And if you're lucky and you use them, maybe your well-run small business can become (laughs) one. But it's not, you know, I speak to small business owners and the idea, for instance, of personnel reviews, something they say, well, my people don't need that. They know how they're doing. And you wonder, well, how would that happen? You've never spoken to them about it. (laughs) But 
So I've been able to bring that together uh-huh. and and show them how to use those great tools to their benefit. Outstanding. You can see we're going to have fun with this yeah. half hour with Steve Gross, who is Managing Director of Edison Capital Partners. Steve and I met a month or so ago, and uh, we had a great time. He made me laugh the whole time, and I've looked forward so much to him being on the show. So, Steve, let's talk about Edison Capital Partners. Can you discuss and highlight the business? I'd like you to specifically help the audience to understand what makes your firm different. Why do you know, why do people do business with you? Sure. I had an interesting exercise not too long ago where one of my friends said, well, what do you do? I felt a little bad. I thought he should know, but uh, I gave him a 15-minute elevator speech, mm-hmm. and he listened patiently, and then he said, well, could you say it in four words? After a 15-minute speech, I was speechless, <laughs> and um, we eventually got to the four words. Edison Capital Partners, we increase business profitability. Okay. That's what we do. And we built that on three primary premise. Premise number one is that all businesses have unaddressed challenges and opportunities. Every business does. Right. Every business owner or C-level executive is really challenged time-wise. They, they usually don't even enough have enough time to run their day-to-day business. Mm -hmm. And every business wants to increase both their sales and profitability. Right. And our focus is on increasing their profitability. So whereas many advisors or many initiatives are around how do we increase sales, how do we get more sales, there's not as much effort because it doesn't impact the top line. It doesn't feel like the company is growing. They don't make as much effort in terms of looking at their current return, their current profit margin, and say, how do we run that business more effectively? How do we look at the operating processes? How do we look at the match between the human resources we have and the skills and experience you need to run the business? How do we look at the financial systems that we have and turn them from being just a page of numbers into some digest of information that you can actually take action on. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you can look at those tools and drive more efficiency and effectiveness. You're going to be, in almost every situation I look at, there's opportunity to increase that margin. Is that, in your opinion, harder to do than increasing the top-line revenue or easier to do? In a general sense, and that may be an unfair question, Steve. I think the answer is it depends upon who you are. We okay. all come with a certain range of skills. Right. There are a great number of people that are wonderful in sales or in marketing or in the, the relationship side. And then there are others that may be a little bit more analytical and understand the... They understand how the functionality of the business fits together, how if you do something in the operations area, it impacts sales and marketing and finance. If you change some of your products, it will impact the human resources that you need, how you allocate them, the skills that you need. That's a different set of skill sets that you need. Right. So... um, I don't know that one is more difficult than another. A great salesman will tell you that he can make sales, but he may be making sales with minimal margins. Right. Unattractive right. sales, yeah. right. That's You know, it, I, I have talked more than once on this show that I think 
Growing for growth's sake can be fool's gold. Absolutely. And it, it may not, you know, in this always idea that if I'm bigger, it's better. Not necessarily because you can make your business less profitable, less attractive, harder to run, more at risk. So I think focusing on the bottom line yeah. is a great place to start, then look at growing the top Absolutely. line. Absolutely. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. But if you, um, if you, when I speak to a lot of business owners and I say, well, tell me how your business is doing, they say it's doing great. They either are referring to their sales increasing or their gross margin increasing. Mm. They rarely, do they have an understanding or do they spend much time on the operating dynamics which drives the real bottom line? That is the bottom line. Yeah. All right, we're talking with Steve Gross. He is Managing Director of Edison Capital Partners. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, I'm going to ask you to discuss how your firm works on identifying disruptive factors that can hinder a middle market company's ability to meet its business goals, okay? Sure. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in less than three minutes with Steve Gross, Managing Director of Edison Capital Partners. Commercial Bank of California, or CBC, is a well-funded, full-service bank located in the heart of Orange County. When it comes to safety and stability, CBC has one of the highest levels of capital of any commercial bank ranked in the top 6% in the nation. Commercial Bank of California was founded in 2003 by a group of Orange County's finest entrepreneurs. To this day, our bank is governed by our founders, including General William Lyon of William Lyon Homes, Alex Morello of the Morello Group, and Frank Willie of Fidelity National Financial, to name a few. In short, we're a bank founded, built, and run by entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs, not every business in Orange County should be our customer. However, if your business is looking for a bank that can assist in finance, production, analytics, and risk management, there's no better bank to choose. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.combancal.com. Com. Member at the IC. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's succession-strategies.com. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, 
now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, the power of CEO guiding principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 11,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. Steve Gross, who's the Managing Director of Edison Capital Partners, is our first guest here on the radio show. Before the break, I said I was going to ask you to identify these disruptive factors that can hinder a middle market company's ability to achieve their goals. Can you share some of those with our audience, Steve? Sure. The Interestingly enough, identifying these disruptive factors isn't... It's reasonably easy if you're patient, ask the right questions, and listen to the organization. The organization, whether it be an owner or a C-level individual, and the management team really understand what's going on, what's not running well, uh, what the opportunities are that they're not addressing. Um, Often there's a challenge because they're not all on the same page. They have different perspective is what's what's important. The real challenge about uh, relative to getting it done is that they just don't have the time. Hmm. Often we've done our analysis and come up with a list of priorities. I hand it to the CEO and he says, "This is great. We've never had this, and I'm we're going to get on top of this as soon as I have the time." <laughs> never, never. I'm not going to live that long. The, the So uh, one of the things that Edison Capital does and differentiates itself by doing is actually engaging in the uh, management of the process and uh-huh. undertaking so that on a priority order, we um, take on each of the projects and make sure that we get them done. Right. So we're not just sitting with a theoretical list of challenges or opportunities. One by one, we're implementing them, moving them out of the way, fixing them, and of course, most of those impact the bottom line. They're all built, or there's some impact either on revenues or expenses for mm-hmm. every one of those initiatives. Right. If you move those two dials, you're moving the right dials. Wow. And how valuable that must be for your clients to be able to actually show positive results from staying focused on these critical factors and getting them improved and fixed in their companies, right? That must build a a certain amount of confidence towards doing it more and more, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. As soon as you – everyone has to prove themselves. And um, early on in a relationship, the client is looking very carefully at, well, okay, let's see you do it. You've talked a lot about it. I've had other consultants. They've talked a lot about it. Let's see some delivery. As soon as you show that that these – Priorities can be analyzed. They can be organized into action plans. You can build teams and, and allocate responsibilities and actually get it done. 
the client starts to ask you, well, could you look at this? Right. Or could you take care of that? And and that's when you can really build the value that you bring to them. Excellent. Thank you. I'm talking with Steve Gross, Managing Director of Edison Capital Partners. Um, here on the radio show, I love to ask my guests, when appropriate, of all the things you've learned in your career, Steve, it, 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 have you developed a guiding principle, kind of an overarching belief system for how you lead and manage your firm? And if so, would you share that with the audience? I have several. I'll try to be brief, and um, uh, but there are several. The, the first one, and I believe that we even spoke about this, is the principle that, um, you know, in business, the first thing you want to do is ensure that you make more revenues than you have expenses. Sounds simple, but that's not focus of many people. And if you do have more revenues than expenses, you open up an array of options as to how you use the residual call profit. Right. Invest in the community and your employees. Uh, change the way in which you share with your supplier partners. If, on the other hand, you don't have more revenues than expenses, you have no options. Right. And so... When, when you walk into a business or you're, you're trying to get a handle on a given business, if if there isn't that appreciation, if if the uh, management is lost in some other aspect of the business and can't answer the questions around are we making money, where are we making money, what are the margins, uh, you have to stop and, and look look back. Excellent. I think that we're going to talk about uh, service businesses, but one other thing I do want to point out is that I often use the five whys. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Toyota designed them, and Ishikawa who put together the fishbone design of, of breaking apart a problem came mm-hmm. up with these five whys. And it's a simple process of each time someone asks, answers the question, next thing you ask them is why. And they answer again and again. And, and you do get to the essence underneath and the real understanding of the real question and the real answer. Right. And um, it changes the way you go about making decisions. And for me, decision-making process is primary in a business. Absolutely. Especially, especially at the C-suite and for the top executive and the business owner, it comes really down to the quality of the decisions that, that she or he can make. Right? right. I often say that making decisions or a business is the compilation of all the decisions that you've made over time right. and the impact they have on either revenues or expenses. Right. That's where it's not your equipment. It's not your right. what have you. You own it. You It's yours or, right. you know, change the chairs in your office and you see how different the business is. <laughs> okay. Steve Gross, Managing Director, Edison Capital Partner, is our first guest here on the radio program. You, well, you mentioned this before, so I want to ask you, you say in order to give a client the best service, a company should focus on addressing the needs of their employees. So you say to give a client the best service or services, that company should focus on addressing the needs of their employees. Can you tell us why this is and why it matters? Uh, this is based on research that was done in Harvard in the 70s. And... Um, The outcome of that was a series of articles called the Service Profit Chain, and it connected the pieces between customer loyalty and profitability and growth and said that that customer loyalty comes from customer satisfaction. 
and customer satisfaction comes from the value they perceive in the product or service that they're receiving. And, and, and customer satisfaction comes from value. Value comes from satisfied employees. Satisfied employees come from motivated employees. And if you look at it in an example, I have a business. It's a service business. I have a number of people that work for me. As the manager, I can't impact the service that's being delivered by my employees directly. But I can create an environment for them where they feel they're well-educated, that I've given the latitude to make decisions, um, uh, that, that they hold a position of respect, that they've earned the right to provide counsel and advice, not get their way, right. but, but be engaged in the business. Those employees feel empowered and they feel energized to make the right decisions, making the right decisions for a customer, not saying, well, you know, you're on the telephone and somebody says to you, well, that's our policy. You don't want to hear the business's policy. Yeah. I call you with a problem. I'd like you to help me fix the problem. Yes. You can create an environment where, where your employees feel that they can and should do that, right. that, that they are allowed to use judgment, God forbid. You have a, a service level that's completely different right. than in most organizations. So a good manager focuses on what he's creating for his employees, and he allows them to provide the quality of service that's supported by that environment. That's excellent yeah. because, you know, I think it is a it is one of the best competitive advantages a middle market CEO can focus on, and that is what you were saying and I think of as developing an engaged workforce. Absolutely. Because if you can do it, many times your larger competitors, it's harder, and they may already have a disengaged workforce based on Gallup surveys, et cetera. A high percentage of people are just not engaged. Absolutely. So if you can do that in your a smaller span of control, it touches the customer, and it's a difference that they value. We all want service. We're, right. You know, we say price, but it's about value. It's not about the intrinsic price. Right. Is this worth this amount versus another delivery versus... And, and we, we live through it every day. We go in a, a big box store, and it takes us forever to find anyone to help us. Yeah. You know, the idea that it's 10% less expensive is lost. It's at, lost. At that moment. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Steve Gross is our guest, and we're winding down the interview here. He's the managing director of Edison Capital Partners. So if someone wants to learn about Edison Capital Partners or Steve Gross in particular, how do they find you online? Mm -hmm. Great question. <laughs> www.edisoncappartners.com or my, look my my cell which rings regularly 714-225-7494. Say that again. 714-225-7494. And what type of person should call you? Who, who listening in my audience of CEOs of middle market companies should pick up the phone and make that effort to reach out to you? Owners, executive management, somebody that's managing a, a, a given department that, that knows and understands that they may not have every tool in their toolbox want to, and are looking at the potential opportunity to enhance that bottom line. We can do that for them. Wow, that's excellent. Thank you for being a friend of the program. Well, thank you. It's flown by. It, and it's been fun. 
and welcome to this critical mass business community that we've built here. Well, thanks, Rick. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our second commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. And when we come back, Glenn Carlson, Senior VP of BB&T Insurance Services of California, will be our guest. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. 